Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. A song with a dark meaning is Pumped Up Kicks. It's episode number 266. Horrific. Very, very, very horrific. Horrific. Like, uh, do you know what? It always comes up on as, as an article like, oh, songs you didn't know had uh, uh, ulterior meaning. It's like, really? Because all you need to do is like listen to the song. And beyond some people, though, in it, like <laughs> listening to the words of a song. It's true. Yeah. Mm. But there you go. Um, welcome, anyway, in the week that was Stoke losing to Middlesbrough 3 1. Uh, to joining me to discuss it, we have Mr. David Cowlishaw. How are you? Hello. Who who did pumped up kicks? Was it uh, Foster, the Foster the People? Foster yes. the People. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. What are they up to these days? Dunno. Not a clue. Oh, no. I imagine they're like still one of those bands that's like big in America in a way that it's like how how what? How are you still touring arenas? But maybe not. Shall I I'll Google it while I'm yeah, I'm yeah, I'm on it. I'm on okay. It. Well Tom, how, Tom Thrower, how how are you? Uh you know, something came back into my life that's been gone from it for a very long time. Your um, hair colour. And it, no, it's not my hair color. <laughs> you're hair you're looking so golden haired. <laughs> yeah, it's just poofy. Ah. Again, great audio content. Very 90s Beckham. <laughs> yeah, it is very 90s. Early 90s Beckham. Early yeah. 90s Beckham. Uh, what are Foster the People doing? They're, they're still a band, which is a thing. And they released some music last year, apparently. Yeah. Don't look like they've, uh, they've, they've really got any awards for anything though so they have they have they have just when the first thing you go on to on their website is um, oh you can't see that because of the glare uh is is a 10-year anniversary of the album that that song was on right, so, right okay yeah, speaks for you get well, it really torches <laughs> <laughs> torches yes yeah well gentlemen it was um uh, another i don't really want to talk about stoke it's it's just We've got one game to go. It's nearly at the end. Let me try and find some three-word reviews from the Middlesbrough game. It's nearly over. Inconsistent as normal. Best team won. On the beach. Bollocks to football. Weak link Smith. You're going to like this one. Get Sean Deitch. So, so. Tom, you positively said you could turn Stoke into nice vibes. Yeah, I found it really weird how the match kicked off at 4.45 and everyone's really upset because that Nick Powell winner was great. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That, yeah. Uh... Nothing happened for 93 minutes. Like, the, the match didn't even kick off and then Nick Powell tapped it in and that's nice. Yeah, so. I suppose if in football you just ignore everything the other side does, you could actually have a really nice time. Yeah, exactly. There's as we said last week. There's more to football than your own team. Well, there's more to football than any other team. So just just keep watching your team and ignore what everyone else does, and you'll be okay. Or become a Newport County fan fan for the afternoon, <laughs> as we all did today. <laughs> nice, wasn't it? Winning in the Port Derby as well. Mm. In, that, uh, in front of that packed out, sold out stadium of theirs. Couldn't get a seat anywhere. There was, there wasn't. You couldn't even stand on the wall to watch to watch it. It was that packed. It was like the White Horse so... final, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
God, I, yeah. But you know, if they go up, it's good for the city, isn't it? If Port Vale go up, it's good for good for the city. It's good for the city of Burslem, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, just do you do you have any takeaways from the Middlesbrough game, or or is it? Are we just crawling towards the end of the season now, and we'll just reset our batteries and go again next time? Are we on the beach as much as the team is? One one big takeaway, I suppose, is that um, you don't send your armies too far north because obviously the conditions the further you go north as your empire expands will become much more difficult uh, to sort of keep a stranglehold of. So. I think there's probably a point around, I don't know, maybe Blackburn, where we've sort of got to build our wall and maybe do the occasional raid further north. But <laughs> let's face it, we've got to leave that to the the Celts and the dragons and the yeah. fucking, yeah, the barbarian peoples. Let them have that. It's too cold. It's too far away. You've got to use Northern Rail. Just let them have that. Hard okay? to get resources up there, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. We've got to work on. We've got to work on you know, strategic bases for the supply train. Yes. For the, for the land army. And maybe, maybe we get a sea army to supplement it. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know, you know, our position in the country isn't necessarily favorable to, to maintaining a, a Navy, but if we could sneak off somewhere and get a port just outside North Wales, I know it's a long trip round, but that does give us another base for these games that are too far away. And look, let's face it, uh, like our, our capital is built on a site of a giant hill. So that is a huge sort of tactical advantage there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think we'll be we'll be sound. It's just we've got to be sort of realistic. We don't want to sort of um be like Alexander the Great and Saladin and get too greedy. No, uh, yeah. Yeah. So know your limits. Mm. <laughs> you say about the navy, Tom, but we do have the boat cake, which is yeah. We could invest in some 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 long long boats. Long boats, yeah. yeah. Long boats. <laughs> yeah. A long boat cake. <laughs> <laughs> and really, I think I think the, when, the, as... sa- the sails are like those Viking ones, but it's just one big boat cake. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you when you're looking towards next season and everyone I think a lot of football fans minds are they're they're looking at where well, where do we go from here? I think we need to realistically think well what territory nearby do we need to expand into yeah. to to keep growing the club and I think depending on what happens with with Leeds if they get knocked down Leeds is just north of the rhubarb triangle. I think that that's a a, a place we need to be looking to take. A rhubarb triangle that will solve a lot of our food food problems. So you know, next year let's go against Leeds. Let's fight or, them. Or some, or we we look at some strategic relationships with other powerful city states, um, like the, the 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 North Manchester city state just up the road from me has has ample resources for mm. all um, that it's that it doesn't need to use on all of its land army. Um, so maybe we could talk to them about some kind of strategic alliance where we promise to not, you know, renege on their territories, and maybe we let their influence dictate what we choose to do a little bit more. Maybe they, maybe they could resources. even like lend us a few like mercenaries or something. Mm. Maybe. Did you know that in the rhubarb triangle, um, <laughs> obviously, um, they need to keep it really dark. 
um, they need to cloak it in darkness for quite a long period of time. But it but it grows so fast. This is one for your, your fact fans. It grows so fast you can hear it growing. Mm. Okay, you can hear rhubarb growing. So it's just something to what, think about. What noise do you think it makes? It it makes a, a crack, a squeak, and a pop. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cereal come on that's that's <laughs> a different crop <laughs> <laughs> rhubarb crispies every morning oh, i don't i don't do you know I, what you I'm... want you know do you know what you can't hear growing though go on our optimism for next season you, is it obvious <laughs> tom is it obvious <laughs> <laughs> i mean i know yeah i just yeah I just want this one to be over now. I'm kind of done with it. It's existed a bit too much. <laughs> right, right. Let, let, let's get right. I'll get this, some this season. This point. season, I feel this season has lasted longer than the season that they put a temporary halt on because of COVID. Yeah. I feel like this season's gone <laughs> on longer than that. Like it's just not stops, and it's just not really been anything. But yeah. go on, Dave. Give yeah, us well, some. well, let. Some sort of vague reasons to be cheerful-ish. Um, we're going to have Lewis Baker for a whole season rather than half a one. Harry Suter is going to be back. Uh, now that Mitrovic has been promoted, we've got officially the best striker in the league at Stoke. Um, I guess that uh, we'll want to be doing less shit as well. Like, <laughs> Don't we want to do that every year? So, sometimes, sometimes failure is a motivator, right? Sometimes it's you get knocked down and then you get up again, and so, and so on and so <laughs> forth. So maybe that'll work. We might not like sell a striker to another team who then scores twenty goals for. Um, there's there's lots of things that have happened that might not happen again. Is more my point. So like. Um, unless we're living in sort of groundhog seasons, then I, I think like there's it's going to be different. Next season will be different. <laughs> There'll be different teams, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to lose to Fulham twice. We're going to lose no. to Watford twice. That's mm-hmm. exciting. We might we might lose to to Wigan as well because we they always Wigan. have our number. We could go to Everton. And that... oh, go on, Tom. It will be our first top half finish next season um now for, the, like, the, for like six years because you know it, it, it's clearly us, as we currently talk that stoke us sat where they're going to finish in the league which is 13th which lends theory it lends credence to the theory of one place at a time do you not we're think we're gonna... winning next week and uh over to over taking cough uh, well, no, it's just it's just for the for the narrative, really. Fifteenth, fourteenth, thirteenth, twelfth, eleventh. It's just the slow, the slow progress up the see, table. See, thing. I don't mind slow progress, but I don't need. I don't want to wait. Um, let's see. Twenty twenty nine is the maths. And, yeah. Is that is that? Yeah. That's our first year in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't. Know, I don't want to wait till twenty twenty nine to get to the playoffs. Yeah, I'd rather get relegated than like. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Controversial, there. Around like this, I, I want it. I'm, I'm a modern consumer. I want things immediately. Mm-hmm. Is that the thing? Is there just there's no no patience in football? Why would there be? Why would there be patience? Like, Chris, are you are you arguing on the side of let's not get promoted until 2029? Because oh, I feel like you are. I'm. 
yeah sure why not <laughs> yeah i see why i i think what that'll do tom is it'll get rid of all the fake fans <laughs> I won't be. No I won't be happy. Until yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the it's the bloody thirteenth in the championship hangers on. We need to get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> when it's down to six thousand fans. Yeah. Someone that's might make that's... our kit. Someone different might make our kit next year. No, they won't. That's gonna. Yeah, that, I was about to say that's gonna go down as well as me um, holding up a sign with how many days until Joe Allen's contract expired and then oh, God. being told that we're offering him a new one. Yeah, oh, yeah that's like, another reason to be cheerful. Joe Allen's going to sign a new deal. Yeah. And he's good now, sort yeah. of. He's better. As long as you ignore all the games where we where we don't win and he isn't good. Yeah. But he's... But... He's... No, shut Tom. Up. He's because he's, <laughs> because he's going he's gonna to... Ex- Tom, he's going to accept a contract that is less money, apparently, according to your dad on Twitter. And... And that's... You know, footballers famously hate money, so... Yeah, yeah, and yeah. um, and also he was sat. He's and he's next to another midfielder now. So now he's now he's good and will forever be good. Mm-hmm. Um, They'll be sixteenth midfielder. Yeah, we can't actually do any better than him. And what I think you should do is yeah. you should judge him on on his performances over the last what three months, rather than the preceding uh, several years. Yeah. Uh, oh, ge- ge- genuine serious point. Um, Speaking of players better than Joe Allen for the role, we have tied Jordan Thompson down to a new contract, and Jordan Thompson is better than Joe Allen, and he should be starting. I know he's, you know, um, rangersly inclined, so to speak, <laughs> but no. um, hit him under no Baker's Chelsea, Chelsea inclined, and I know those two clubs have a weird relationship based on, uh, yeah, um. <laughs> But that's that's potentially exciting, right? George, George doing the little the the little scrappy yeah. bits, and then Baker doing the sort of hero hero moment stuff. Then behind <laughs> a, a fit again, Nick Powell, Tyrese on the right, Brown up top, someone on the left. In theory, we 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 might We're sign the some players. We're we We're might winning. sign some players who go with our lovely lads at the minute, and they go from being lovely lads to to. To big winning lads, <laughs> big winning lads. That's what we need. Big, to sign, big winning lads. Yeah. Phil Jags. Phil Jags is a big winning lad. So is Andy Carroll. Apparently. Oh <laughs> no! I just see. This is the problem. Are you saying all these names, and it just makes me just like, oh, God, I just right. hate football. Right, Chris. Chris, <laughs> would you? Mm. So, right. I'm offering you two options. So, uh, yeah, option yeah, one. Yes. No. Behind is, the door. <laughs> go on. go on i'm listed i've got sean dyke but he can only tell lies and o'neill but he can only tell the truth right i'm offering option a sean dyke andy carroll the prime sort of yada football we're going to knock it up to big man mm. and uh hope that somehow everything will turn out or we keep o'neill and we sort of don't have a big man sort of system and we hope that somehow everything will turn out all right which of those scenarios do you go for i go, i mean i go with sticking with o'neill just because i just uh, yeah like as as for all its faults and there are many 
at least I I'm gonna say at least I enjoy some of the stuff we play sometimes. Whereas I I feel like going with a with a dice option is just I don't know, us returning to some stereotype that we, we don't really need. We're we're looking for a Tony Pulis tribute act. Yeah, yeah. Despite overwhelming evidence that Tony Pulis tribute acts generally don't do well. Yeah, and I just and and that specific Tony Tony Pulis tribute act has had two extraordinarily horrific seasons, uh, resulting in them getting sacked, despite mm-hmm. having some very previous success before that. But we're really good at that, aren't we? We're really good as a as, I don't know if it's just Stoke or as all football fans at just ignoring the. The bad bits mm. just going oh but that that was good once i think that's it i think yeah it's uh, people just look at at nostalgia and are like oh yeah no that <laughs> says us says us i guess just, uh, um, but... it, it, i did something has just come across me and i have to get it out um yeah. So it's it, it it's sort of on that line about fans and specifically Stoke fans, but it actually turns out it's it's fans from Stoke on Trent. Oh God! Um, oh God! Here we go. <laughs> so I don't know if anyone was watching the Port Vale um, game today, mm. um, and uh, it was like Newport were one 0 up and Vale were having some possession. It was oh, right. league league two football, and Vale sort of kept moving it across the back line and the fans were, were clearly getting more and more annoyed. Uh, and then there was just this one beautiful moment where they're about to take a throw in. Um, and you just had this loud man who clearly was next to a microphone, just bellow forward <laughs> in, in that tone. Um, and it made me, it, it's just so happy to see another club have to face that. Um, I just don't. I think. I think it's across the. I think it's across the entire country, and I also think that therefore football fans, they just don't deserve nice things. Yeah, like, well, football fans are they? They're not just fickle, but they're weird. I think that like mm, there's like famously like a British football crowd will always like uh, applaud a header back to a goalkeeper under no, under no pressure yeah. because because. Like forty years on for yeah. the abolition of the back pass rule, we're still like, oh my god, he remembered the <laughs> the forty year old rule that got abolished. Wow, that's really yeah, um, no, 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 and it does. It factors in. I genuinely think people who scream forward think the players don't realise that the the ball going forward is a good thing. Mm. I think they genuinely think that you know they they believe that the players somehow think passing it amongst defenders leads to 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 like a goal mm. um so yeah just... i'm really looking forward to like the future developments so like in 120 years time in the like nuclear holocaust wasteland that will be the uk at that time and there's another podcast and they're kicking off about someone screaming verticality as opposed to <laughs> like just really for the for the the tacticsy terms to have become mm. part of everyday mid block mid block oh, mid block yeah mid block yeah 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 juego de position <laughs> this on the um this is in britain after it's been hit by that big tidal wave that russia's gonna gonna throw at us 
that, that yeah well it's no it's going to backfire it's for stopping the refugees but then it's going to crash off france and come back to us twice as hard okay okay ironically stoke will be one of the few grounds to survive the giant turtle because of the hills which is why the empire was founded there yes like like we're, how we're, we're gonna win the post-apocalyptic yes famously the highest ground in the same country i don't i don't know if either of you two are like familiar with the the fallout games but they're set like in the post-nuclear world and it's like oh funny american society but in this post uh nuclear world oh they've done funny things like suddenly um like oh elvis they think that he was a deity that type of thing because like oh yeah yeah i would love the idea that in the post-nuclear ruin someone finds a recording of our chat about empire and the post-nuclear society is based upon our ideas of a stoke city empire if if, wow. if if we are all that survives of human recorded history, then mm. the the basic the uh, the end of the world will be blamed on Joe Allen. That <laughs> <laughs> so we will have succeeded. Let's let's lock this lock lock some podcasts in a vault till yeah. Let's do it. Let's make sure that we are all that survives. Uh, I don't. I just we could send it into space. You know how they send things into space yeah. to make contact with the aliens. We'll, we'll send up the Romeo and Juliet one. Uh, I thought you were. I thought you were going to say we'll send Joe Allen into space. I don't know. He, he, he tell you what, he's covered every blade of nothing. He's covered every blade of nothing, Joe Allen. <laughs> um, David Carr on Twitter asks, "Would you rather play Everton or Leeds next season?" Everton, Liverpool Ever- away day for me. Yeah. Uh, whilst. Um, Leeds is my closest football league ground. Uh, fuck them. Uh, they can stay in the Prem. I hate going to Ellen Road. It's a shitty ground. It's too expensive. Um, Everton as well. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. And I think it'd be just funnier to see Everton get relegated. Frank Lampard's Everton. Yeah. Yeah, fucking, oh, che- fucking, che- fucking, fucking Chelsea. Fucking Chelsea. Fucking Chelsea. Fucking United. Uh I just not you just want yeah, I just want funny things to happen. I and know. Nothing funny has happened since we beat Forest 4-1 that time. <laughs> Holy shit, mm. I've just seen one of the questions from Dom, which is which member of the Stoke playing squad would do well in the Fallout universe? <laughs> oh god. Um I, who 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 looks good enough to survive the the wastes? I actually think the crop of players who just left would have been like the best. So like take your pick from Danny Bart, Lee Gregory, uh James McLean, like they're all hardy souls. I'm not sure about the current lot. They tend to throw away leads in the last minute of games, which makes me think they might struggle with the overwhelming crushing reality of a life where so all the loved ones have perished. Sadly, I feel like Joe Allen would do okay because he'd just be one of those settlers who goes and makes a farm of irradiated poultry and just raises them on the land. That'd, he'd just do that, wouldn't he? Mm. And it'd annoy me. <laughs> he'd do it badly. Yeah, but he'd survive. And and people would be like, oh, well, he's surviving. He must be doing something well. Oh, just... I just... 
Right. George asks, what's your spirit animal? Nick Powell. Yes. Um, <laughs> a, a bee. A bee? A bee. A bee. <laughs> nice. I, ju- I, I just don't really have anything to say about any of it anymore. I feel this season we've said the same thing for maybe the last... <laughs> Last I'm just entire thing of the uh, sort of how sort of animated and silly and giddy we were when we were sort of analysing Stoke beating then top of the league West Brom via <laughs> media review and Juliet, and now we've got what's your spirit animal? Ten second pause, a bee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not uh, it's it's not one of the best, is it? Who, who'd have thought this starting out with Romeo and Juliet would have ended up in tragedy? But here we are. Hey, hey. one hey. for the heads, one for the heads. I enjoyed it. Do you want another question? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, do you want a football one or not football one? Has it ever made a difference on this podcast? <laughs> no, but you can you can dictate the way it goes. Let's go football first. Okay, which one of our old players gets promoted and scores against us next season? Gregory, McLean, Vokes, Berahino, or Cousins? The way it's going, fucking all of them, and then I was about to say option F, all of them. (laughs) Uh, them. them, Well, no, not all of them can get promoted, can they? Uh, So McLean and Cousins are promoted. It's going to be a shootout between Big Sam Vokes and Big Lee Gregory and annoying side of Berahino. Unless one of the sides that, oh yeah, bar. Unless one of the sides that goes up buys all of them, could happen. And then, oh god, you know it's going to happen though. Like McLean is destined to score against us. He's scoring a fucking hat trick, mate. He's destined (laughs) to score. He's destined to celebrate the goal. And your dad on Twitter is going to be so angry about it because how. Dare James McLean exist? How dare the Catholics exist? Is what oh your God. dad says. Oh that's that's a, what he thinks. That's the stance for the pod. That's your. That's what your your dad on Twitter really thinks. But he he disguises it with, well, he's just a troublemaker, isn't he, James yeah. McLean? Mm. I just. I mean, he is a troublemaker. Like, not in the best the best will in the world. He he is a wind-up merchant. You cannot mm. deny that James McLean uh, loves loves to rattle a cage or two. Mm. He, does. That, he does. But that doesn't mean he is religiously incorrect. What did you... So the, the, the latest one that annoyed him, uh, annoyed everyone on social media, he put up his Instagram saying, you know, great end to the season. Um, ah, to think I started the season training with the under, under 23 thanks to someone's ego. Which annoyed everyone. And then <laughs> Tyrese Campbell commented, going, you madman, laughy face. Like, well, I d- Why? Uh, are people mad at Tyrese? For everyone's comment- always everyone's mad at Tyrese, is he? Yeah. yeah. Um, but did, oh, we I'm all find it person- so hard to care. I'm, fi- I'm so- oh, sorry, Chris. I'm finding it really <laughs> no, hard right. to like. Um, sort of but we every everything he fucking posts on instagram is like an instant like ah i can't believe he's celebrated uh, wigan getting promoted with his daughter when um it's the 10th anniversary of yeah 10th anniversary of the queen twisting her ankle or something and like it's just like (laughs) like wearing a germany shirt when they're about to play england is quite funny 
And the fact that people still cite that as like disgusting sort of um, anti-British whatever. Like, first of all, I'm I'm as anti-British as it, as it gets, <laughs> and I wasn't born in Derry, so you know I might have a somewhat skewed perspective if I was. But it just oh fuck, it just I. I, I wish James McLean had never come to us just purely because of just the uh, the sort of waffle I'm just forced to read. And yes, whatever, he's a wind-up merchant. I've, co- I've uh, admitted to that. But he was, a, he was a good player, you know, tried hard with limited footballing attributes. Um, but I just wish that everyone involved would not watch football or comment on football ever again is that fair mm-hmm. well there you go i wish we won't comment on football it's, it's, it's grim isn't it it just is it really is and um, yeah tom say things uh i really like james mclean and i still still do still i'm so glad we had him for those few years that was fun he was he was mm. good for one of the seasons anyway. Yeah. I mean, he won our player of the season. Like, come on, like, it, I, I, it felt like there was there were some who were just waiting for any excuse to dislike him, and they'll say, "Oh no, he's just a, uh, it's not not to do with it. He's he's just a troublemaker and a shit player." It's like, well, you were awfully quiet when he was really doing good for us and we voted in player of the season and I think you're just waiting for an excuse but hey oh thus is the divisive nature of politics in this country you know what Chris I'm gonna try next season Mm. to switch off from discussing players because I think it's just a bit of a wormhole like um (laughs) there's we Joe there's we Mm. Joe on one side who we maybe don't like as much as other people do. And then there's Tyrese Campbell on the other end, who we like, but sort of more and more people are sort of griping mm-hmm. about. Um, so I'm, I've, I've just thought my ideal Stoke watching experience next season, I might just go and stick some headphones in or something. Cause mm. I'm just, I'm just, uh, yeah, I really want just a change in sort of, I don't know, mentality from myself included. I'll include myself in this, but just I want to be able to go to football. Look, I've had a season ticket since uh, early 2000s, so mm-hmm. 2001-ish. Um, and I feel like I'm now getting to an age where if I'm not feeling like I'm having fun, then what's the point of me going, right? Because it takes ages for me to get to Stoke anyway. And what has really sucked the joy out of this season isn't how we've performed on the pitch as much as the sort of the general sense of malaise rather than the malaise itself. It's the uh, sort of noise around us being shit rather than the actual being shit on the pitch. There are fans of teams who go and watch a really, really garbage football clubs who finish bottom and they have a great time. Like if you're not there to, on the face of it, 
enjoy yourself. I'm not saying that like, you can't ever complain or you can't ever criticize anyone. Of course not. But just like the people who go sometimes, you think, what the f- what's the fucking point in you going? You go into outright <laughs> miserable time. Why don't you stay home or piss off down the veil if you're generally intent on having a miserable time and outright going to go for our own place? <laughs> I just fucking wish they just everyone else would fuck off. <laughs> I just, oh, can we have the lockdown back? Fuck me! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that it's that horrible sense as well. It's not even the 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 outcome, but the of the like people just you know getting angry it's, because it's the, lo- it's, it's the looming it's thing of if yeah. Tyrese Campbell mis miscontrols this ball, I'm gonna hear I'm gonna jeer him garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have we have we t- have we become this pod? Have we become the baddies and we've turned on the fans here? Are we like? Uh, to use another, uh, yeah, you know, my favorite met- thing. Re- wrestle- in wrestling, so often when the when a wrestler turns to being a baddie, they come out and they go, and I've done it because of you, you fans. I I hate you all. I feel like that's where we've got here. There is, there is a section of our fans that make matches exhausting, just mm. as there are a section of our fans on Twitter that, I, I don't know, for other people, we will probably be that fan who makes it exhausting for them. Yeah, so we're yeah. maybe stuck in a bit of a loop here. But remember, right at the very, very start of the season, which seems quite a while ago now, we said, let's not boo the knee. And then the fucking moron brigade came out. I was like, well, I think you said Joe Allen was maybe six out of ten last season. So and you're <laughs> the real racist. And I was like, fuck you now. I just, I just, I just... <sighs> I'm surrounded by ignorami. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Ignoramuses. Sorry. Um, it's shit. Going to games, going to home games, especially at the minute, is the least fun it's ever been for me. I mean, and that's, yeah, same as Dave, sort of season ticket holder from mid-2000s. Um, and it's, again, a long way to go. And I can't really remember the last time I went to a home game and came away being, I can't remember, it was the West Brom game. Um, And being like, wow, that was, I'm so glad I was there. I can't have missed it. And and then it comes back to the Sheffield United game, like Dave said again. It was just nice that it was quiet and we won. That's like what, that is my peak Stoke experience at the minute is I enjoy it when there isn't too much chantering. And it's just oh look, Stoke scored a goal. If if I can be somewhat serious, then how? Because as as downcast as this is, I don't imagine you want that to continue. So what do you? How do you like change? Well, the atmosphere. It, it, how do you do? Like it would what, be nice, Chris, if we had a club who seemed to like want to go out of their way to improve things for fans rather than saying ah, can't do that no no can't do that yeah. hey how about we um maybe uh scrub some of this so scrub some of the shit off the walls uh, mm, can't do that can't broom we've too. lost the broom we can't find the broom like um and this isn't to but... criticize the fans council because i know things like this have been suggested in the past but we, I think we maybe need to keep hammering the club a bit. We need to continually make a point of this is one of the worst grounds to go to in terms of anything. Like, let's face it, there's if are there are there grounds in our level where there's like less shit to do and mm. so so poorly planned. And I think this 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 contributes to the ongoing malaise of 
Stoke is shit. We're meant to be shit. If you don't like it, there's the door. That's mm-hmm. that's the sort of psyche yeah. we find ourselves in. And it? and I I just wish our fans to criticise the fan council. I think one of their members a few weeks ago like tried to put tender out to Twitter uh, of being like, "Can you put forward some ideas that we that I can present to the club as to like things that can immediately make things better?" And the general reaction of the council seemed to be like, "Well, we already said that. We've we've already we've already spoken about that." So if if, it's if, if, if you if you read the minutes, you'd know. Yeah, we, we've yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen if you read the minutes so much from a from what's supposed to be a representative body. And in their last minutes, it basically made out that the biggest issue with the fan base at the minute is actually that the minutes aren't getting notified on people's phones. They don't know that the minutes are there. They just read the minutes. We'd win more games. Um, <laughs> I think the I like this. This oh, I can't think of a better phrase for it. But this bootlicking ideology of sh- we best be grateful that we get shoveled shit because one day even the shit supply might stop. Um, <laughs> is I'm just fucking bored of it. Mm-hmm. We can ask for more. Can I? Right. Okay. Here's my wish. If Dave wants to have games that don't feel awful, I want interesting tactics. I want I want things to happen on a football pitch that are different than oh here are some players and they're going to stay in their position boo boring give me some inverted fullbacks or something <laughs> yeah boring. and I'd for my part I'd like just something new at the like the, the that Twitter discourse coming off the back of oh let's do stuff it got mentioned that someone had suggested about painting. Um, uh, a, a mural under uh, under the, the the underpass bit. I think it was the underpass bit. Um, and like the club had said, oh well, if you want to do that, you'll have to do some crowdfunding for that because oh, hire someone to paint. Oh, that's beyond our budget, guys. Fucking having a bit of paint. No, no, no. I just yeah, I'd like oh, something something nice, please. Oh, and maybe some football, though. I don't know. I'm just tired. I'm tired of it. It's been a long bank holiday, hasn't it? <laughs> and season. And five years. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's that's the thing of the last five years. This felt like a real, real disconnect. And it's manifesting in... Um, Fans' relationships, the players, fans' relationships with the club, fans' relationships with other fans. Like, yeah. there's a real yeah. sort of like, I... just just as in society, we see sort of people becoming more divided and more sort of uh, more likely to clash with each other than I think perhaps we have been in the past. This may be the amateur sociologist in me, but mm. I, I feel like this may be sort of the atmosphere in the ground is also maybe slightly reflecting the internet discourse a little bit as well yeah 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 it's one thing or another and don't get me wrong like if if people who disagree with us are going to listen to this they will have their hypocrite alarms flashing and god yeah god knows there have been times where i've you know been a bit stupid or shouted the wrong thing or done a bit of a daft tweet and yeah I'll cop to it, but I think it stems from a broader uh, issue of, again, like um, we seem to accept just, again, constant mediocrity or even cases like worse than mediocrity. I, I, I think 
we don't even have to look very far to see clubs who have just put a little bit more effort in, whose fans seem a little bit happier, and like they they might not be as good as us. They might be a completely crap team, but they seem to have more of a sense of, um, uh, you know how, how Stoker were shit. We're meant to be shit. If you don't like it, there's the door. A Barnsley fan. Again, generalization might be we're shit. We're meant to be shit, and I love it. I love I love mm-hmm. going to watch us, even though we're shit. We are complete. We are just um, we're shit. We're meant to be shit, and I don't like it, but I'll have to go along with it. <laughs> to, to quote, to quote. I'm gonna say, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah, yes, oh. Yes. Um, do we want to feed anyone to a hippo? This should we feed ourselves to the hippos and get it all over? Yeah. Us? Yeah. Okay. Yes, please make it end. <clears throat> jump, 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 <laughs> jump. Ah, 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 help! <laughs> and there we go. No uh, pod next week because we're hippo fade. <laughs> I've got a uh, got a Nathan Jones game. If we hey! are, it's all. Uh, Willing to participate. Okay. Um, Always. Let's do it. Okay. Let's have a goosey gander at this player. Okay. So. Do, 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 do. I am loading up the Wikipedia. Okay. I am waiting for the internet to load. Uh, I was born on the 14th of August, 1981. I made 152 appearances for Stoke City and scored 13 goals. I have made no senior international appearances. Uh, I feel physically sick. Yes. Is it Leon Court? It is not a Leon Court. Lovely to hear his name now. <laughs> our first, our first Interpe- ex-player interviewee on, on, on the pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back yeah. in the days. Um, good lad, good lad. I was born in Cornwall. Oh. Hmm. I once appeared in the film Green Street. Uh, no, 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 yeah, no. I feel physically sick. No, Ooh. it's not. It's not Matthew. It's not Upson, is it? No, it's not Matthew Upson. Oh, too many games. Too many goals. Yeah, what am I thinking? Thirteen. I forgot. I just thought. Oh, Green Street with that really cool accent that what's it does. In what? February this year, I became. An interim manager. Ooh, mm. I feel physically sick. Yes. Is it? Is it Dean Whitehead? It is not Dean Whitehead. Oh, I feel it's got to be this era, though. Um, my honours include Stoke City Player of the Year. And another 
Player of the Year award for a London team. A London team. A London team. This is hard. This is hard. Oh, okay. Well, I think you'll get it on the next clue. I have two FA Cup runners-up medals. I feel physically sick. Chris Brown. Is it Etherington? It's Matty Etherington. Congratulations, oh, Chris. Oh, yeah. Matty Etherington. Who uh, sprung to my mind because uh, I was just I was chatting about him with a West Ham sporting friend of mine the other day. And like we I think we kind of maybe overlook Matty a little bit in just terms of how bloody lovely real. he was. He was bloody lovely yeah. and bloody good for us. Um and it, yeah, his career is such a damn shame in so many ways because um obviously he had his off the pitch problems and yeah, yeah, you kind of wonder what would have been had he maybe been fit for the final. But yes, 13 goals, including the first at Wembley for Stoke. Um so his Green Street appearance came in a sort of cut scene. Uh, yeah, West Ham. When we score for West Ham, I, I, I thought it had to be someone in. Yeah, when you said Green Street, I'm like, it ha- well, it has to be someone with a West Ham connection. But yeah, when yeah, because the FA Cup, it was the the Gerard Cup, wasn't it? Then mm-hmm. with he was Ham. sent off in his fifth game with Stoke for kicking out at Danny Collins as his side lost two 0 at Sunderland. Uh-huh. <laughs> trying to trying to injure him before we could sign him. That's it. <laughs> Uh, there you go lovely Matty Edrington he is lovely he is he is lovely isn't he do I have any other questions Uh, E grade A says and we'll finish off with this do you think soccer would be fun if it were like hockey where yellow no no I don't think it would be fun (laughs) if it was like hockey where yellow cards were like power plays and the team would lose that player for two or four minutes make a little penalty square they have to stand in on the sidelines they'd be all angry in there or sad (laughs) I think that that would be a great idea we already have one of them it's called playing up front for Stoke (laughs) (laughs) do the Ian Hislop tap the pen look at your shoulder Satire. <laughs> well done, Tom. Well done. Uh, gents, do you have anything else you'd like to bring to the table? <sighs> Fair enough. <laughs> I think I think that's I think that says it all, Dave. Says it all. You, you, you're looking I, I I want to give you time to think, but but it's honestly we can just end this. End it now. <laughs> end all of it. I really shouldn't have started the episode with the pumped up kicks chat because it's just been depressing since then, hasn't it? Really? Oh, did you know? Did you know that song's got a sinister meaning? Did you? Oh, no one. It sounds so happy. Does maybe if the kids did have the right pumped up kicks, maybe they could outrun the gun. Oh, <laughs> grim indeed, Dave. Thank you for chatting. Sorry it was whatever this was. Yes. <laughs> Tom, you've, you've got your head in your hands, mate. Like It's over. It's almost finally over. Score predictions for the game against Coventry. Go on. Are we going uh, to win? 6-0 to Stoke. 4-2. 4-2. 6-0 to Stoke. On the beach drama, as always. 
look forward to it, man. I look forward to it. Until then, then, well, let's uh, wish you all a very nice week. Hopefully it will be filled with something nice to talk about next week because God, God knows we need it. Until then, then, Godspeed. Stay safe. Glory to the Empire. Go on, Stoke. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>